Welcome back to The Savvy Psychologist. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Can't imagine fitting another appointment into your life? With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commutes, no waiting room, no judgment. So to match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com savvy and use the code savvy to get $45 off your first month. That's T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash savvy and the code savvy. So this week was a big week at the podcast because my first book, How to Be Yourself, Quiet Your Inner Critic and Rise Above Social Anxiety, hit the shelves. Yay! So to celebrate, we will do the fifth of a six-week special series on all things introversion, shyness, and social anxiety, and talk about feeling insecure. Because if your confidence is the consistency of jello, if you feel like a dandelion in a sea of orchids, if you walk through the world with an existential trombone accompaniment of wah, 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 the good news is you are not alone. Whatever you call it, self-doubt, insecurity, inadequacy, it is a universal phenomenon. We can all relate to feeling as insecure as a newly launched cryptocurrency. Insecurity even causes a unique form of amnesia. When we're stuck in the throes of insecurity, it's hard to remember ever feeling confident. Our memory becomes selective, and any sense of ourselves as strong, self-assured, or capable disappears faster than freshly baked cookies. So, how to salvage our confidence? Luckily, there are lots of things we can do. So this week, we'll walk through three things to try when you're feeling insecure, plus we'll address two common go-tos that actually backfire. So, let's start with what not to do. Number one, it's gonna be great. I can do it. I'm amazing. All the generic phrases we mutter to ourselves to try to psych ourselves up, end up psyching us out. Why? Because they feel like a lie. Now, this will sound remarkably nerdy, because it is, but think of it in quantitative terms. If you don't believe your self-affirmation at least 75%, it's probably not going to work. Even worse, according to a study out of the University of Minnesota, if self-affirmation is followed by not-so-affirming performance, the letdown can deflate your motivation and cause you to give up on your goals. Number two, don't compare yourself to others. Okay, by now, we all know that social media leads to comparing, which in turn makes us feel lousy. The unfiltered ups and downs of our own existence, clipping coupons, waiting for the bus, picking up dog poo from the yard, don't stand a chance when compared to the filtered, curated highlight reel of celebrities or even our friends, posts of accomplishments, exotic vacations, and clean, well-behaved children. But sometimes we forget 
that off social media, the same thing happens in real life. We get intimidated by our beautiful, put-together co-worker at the office, or feel resentful when our neighbor parks a brand new Land Rover in the driveway. But just like we know that social media is a highlight reel, so is real life, or at least what parts of it others let us see. Behind the scenes, everyone has issues. Your coworker may keep her body image problems to herself. Your neighbor doesn't park his lousy marriage in the driveway. You may not know what issues someone has, but rest assured, they have them. The take-home? Don't bother comparing. We don't have all the information on other people's lives, so it's impossible to compare apples to apples. Now, if you need another reason to avoid comparisons, here is some food for thought. Comparisons have been linked to narcissism. And it makes sense. Trying to figure out where you stand in a pecking order implies that you believe in a pecking order, that some people are better than others. And by identifying certain signifiers, we can determine who belongs where. What's more, if you decide that you don't measure up, comparisons not only make you feel hopelessly inadequate, but can also poison your relationships with resentment or envy. And even if you come out ahead in the comparison, the conclusion that you're somehow better or that you win simply isn't very nice. Plus, the bump in self-esteem you might get by winning the comparison is temporary. And it gets undermined whenever good things happen to people in your life. The take-home? Comparisons are tempting, but ultimately unhealthy. So, just as you try to keep tempting but junky food out of your diet, try to keep comparisons out of your head. Okay, so if comparing ourselves to others and trying to reassure ourselves that we're amazing doesn't work, what does? What can we do when we're feeling as insecure as a retirement account invested in a Ponzi scheme? We've covered the don'ts, so now let's move on to some do's. But first, we'll take a quick break and say thank you to this week's sponsor, Sunbasket. Can healthy be delicious? With Sunbasket, the answer is yes. No more protein shaking or flavorless diet food. Start cooking fresh, healthy meals with delicious organic produce and sustainable, responsibly raised meats, seafood, and eggs from Sunbasket. Sunbasket makes it easy and convenient to cook meals at home. If you're a new cook, Sunbasket is pre-measured and the instructions walk you through every step. If you're an experienced cook or you're just skeptical about meal kits in general, you can have a blast hacking your basket to come up with your own twist on the already delicious recipes. And with options like paleo, gluten-free, lean and clean, vegan, Mediterranean, family, and more, there's something for every lifestyle and every cook. So don't miss out. Go to sunbasket.com savvy today to get $35 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com savvy. Okay. Now with that, let's do our do's. Number three is do affirm your values. So when you're feeling insecure, remind yourself of who you are and what is important to you. So for example, my family and the support they give me is something I know is real. Or my faith is the foundation of my life. Or a sense of humor is what grounds me and connects me to other people. An important point, 
affirming your values is really different than self-promotion. Rather than creating a powerful or important persona, affirming your values is about taking a step back and reminding yourself of who you are and what's important to you. To be clear, we're not talking about performance, we're talking about values. So an example of performance is, I'm a good student. Whereas an example of affirming your values is, I strive for continual and lifelong learning. Okay, so in short, affirming your values affirms your whole self, not just one domain of your life. And that places challenges into a bigger context, which makes them seem smaller by comparison. Number four, do remember yourself at your best. Another do is to bring to mind a memory of your best self. Think of a time you stood by a friend when no one else did. Remember when you did a good deed with no expectation of reward. Think of when you told the truth, even when it was tempting to lie. When you already feel insecure, you tend to see the world as if it's working against you. Little threats and dangers pop out from behind every corner. But remembering yourself at your best makes you see the world more accurately. To illustrate, a creative study in the journal Emotion found that study participants who brought to mind a time they failed or betrayed someone close to them estimated that a live but securely caged tarantula in the room was closer than it actually was. On the other hand, those who remembered a time they helped someone close to them estimated the distance of the tarantula more accurately. What's more, the greater self-worth the participants experienced, the farther away the tarantula appeared. Remembering themselves at their best didn't make the creepy threat disappear, but they were able to literally put it in its place. And number five is do focus on being uniquely you. Okay, I know that sounds hopelessly cliched, but hear me out. Too often, when we're feeling insecure, we try to copy someone else. We emulate a hero or model our performance on someone we think has it all together. But by definition, when we imitate, we're a mere copy of the original. So instead of focusing on living up to a perceived standard, focus on creating your own standard. For example, say you're feeling insecure when hanging out with your friends. You might be tempted to model your behavior after the friend who seems the most confident or put together. But rather than simply trying to follow their trail, focus on blazing your own. It doesn't have to be a big spectacle. It can be very subtle. Simply stay attuned to what you're curious about. What do you find compelling? What do you have to say? Stay true to you and you feel more secure than a supervillain's secret lair. To sum it all up, even Fort Knox has cracks in the foundation. Insecurity is inevitable. No place and no one is completely secure. From a supermax prison to Cheyenne Mountain to that guy in your office with perfect teeth and CEO hair. But you can minimize insecurity by anchoring yourself in your deepest values, your moments of integrity, and your unique self. Your insecurities will seem as far away as that tarantula. Thank you so much for making The Savvy Psychologist a part of your life, and thank you from the bottom of my heart for all your support 
around my first book, How to Be Yourself. I've been really touched by your kind emails, and I can't thank you enough for helping make the book a success. Now, some of you have asked what you can do to express your appreciation for the show or the book, and there is an answer. Amazon reviews can make or break a new book. So if the spirit moves you, please write an honest review on Amazon. Here is how to do it. On Amazon, search for how to be yourself, then scroll down to customer reviews where you see the yellow bar graph with the tally of reviews. Next to that is a button that says write a customer review. Click that and tell the world what the book meant to you. And finally, we have the results of the pre-order sweepstakes. MC Remo of Illinois won the grand prize, and Lin Chu of New York took home the first prize. So big congratulations to both of them. And finally, the savvy psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Okay, next week, we will wrap up our six-week series on all things introversion, social anxiety, and shyness. Next Friday, we'll get awkward and cover what you can do to feel less socially awkward and more comfortable. Until then, have a lovely week. I will see you here next Friday for a happier, healthier mind.